This is the ActiveX Back Show from Edinburgh, Scotland's vibrant capital. Hosted by award-winning registered osteopath, author and all-round pain guru, Gavin Routledge. If you want relief or prevention of lower back pain or sciatica, and you want to be healthier, keep listening. The following programme should not be taken as medical advice, but for informational purposes only. Friends, sufferers, fellow humans, lend me your ears so that I may ease your back pain and sciatica and ultimately help you to become super healthy. This episode is episode number six, which follows hard on the heels of number five, as it should. And as I said in number five, please, please listen to these episodes, these pillar episodes in order, starting at number one. So if you haven't listened to episodes one through to five before this one, please do so. It makes sense. Everything comes together when done in order. You'll get value from every episode, but so much more value if you listen to episodes one to five before this one. So episode number six, why does my lower back hurt so much? Part two. And in this episode, I am going to present my grand unifying theory of pain. It's less of a theory and more of an equation. And um, for anyone listening out there that was at school with me way back in the day in the 1970s and 80s, will remember that, you know, I was a reasonable math student, uh, so I like the odd equation. Uh, If you go back as far as high school year three with me, Uh, You'll remember I did rather let myself down. Uh, However, I recovered. And uh, so maths isn't exactly my huge forte, but, you know, okay at it. So I couldn't resist the opportunity to create an equation for pain. Now, before I dive into that, what we went over in episode number five, my uh, story about being stung by a wasp, I'm going to keep referring to elements of that story as we go through this equation for pain to help me, to help you understand how all of this pieces together. So again, if you haven't listened to episode number five and my story about a wasp, it's only about six or seven minutes long. Please go and listen to the story of being stung by a wasp. Okay, so here we go. In this equation, I am using the, uh, making use of the facility of um, each letter, man, I'm making, God, this is boring already, isn't it? As soon as I start talking about math things, I start going foggy and you're thinking, oh, this isn't going to work. Bear with me, it will work. So P equals, now as I go through this equation, there's a whole bunch of variables in this. I, I do keep saying P a lot. Uh, so P doesn't always refer to pain. It only refers to pain at the beginning of the equation. So the bit before the equal sign, P equals, that P is pain. The later P's all will become clear as I go along. So I'm just going to dive in. And this will help if you have a pen and paper and write this down as we go along. Um, hopefully this will be in the show notes anyway, so you'll be able to see the equation, but you know, it helps a lot if you join in. So actually scribble this down as we go. So I'm giving you time as I rabbit away to go and get yourself a pen and paper. Okay, here we go. P equals brackets N for not minus MWP brackets plus brackets NO minus PO brackets plus brackets 
ATBP brackets plus brackets PVOP brackets. Whew, that was hard work. Uh, it was probably harder for me going through it than it was for you having to listen to it. So, um, hoping that you're still with me, let's dive right in. So, the severity of pain, your pain equals N. So, N stands for nociception. Now, nociception is what happens out in your body. When I was stung by the wasp, it injected a little toxin into my leg and that caused nociceptors, which are little nerve endings out there in my body, to fire, to send an electrical impulse into, uh, along the nerve towards my spinal cord. Now, those nerves are called nociceptors. We have all kinds of different nerve endings. Well, not a huge number, but nociceptors are in one category. Okay, There is no such thing as pain nerves. There are what we could call pain pathways, but there aren't pain nerves. Pain is not a hardwired system. If you push a button here, a bell rings there. It doesn't work that way. It starts with nociception. So, little nociceptors fired when that toxin was injected into my leg. Okay? So, there we have nociception. P equals nociception minus... MWP. Now, MWP stands for movement without pain. So remember, I was cycling, yeah? And when my legs were going round and I was cycling, I had less pain. So it's just why it says minus MWP. Okay, when I wasn't cycling, then I had more pain. Anyway, I'm not going to dive too deeply into this. Let's just elaborate the, uh, the equation. So P equals N minus MWP, nociception minus movement without pain, plus NO. Now, NO refers to negative outlook. Remember, when I was worried about uh, getting an anaphylactic shock, um, I had more pain. So that's a negative outlook, uh, you know, it's kind of thinking negatively, I had more pain. Minus PO, which is positive outlook. So when you think positively about stuff, if you're in a good mood, you're laughing, watching a funny movie, or you're just, you know, in the zone doing something you love doing, whether that be a sport or even work, you're just absorbed by something, positive outlook, um, Sorry, I'm crossing over a little bit into the next bit, but certainly positive outlook decreases your level of pain. So in this section of brackets, we have NO minus PO. Yeah. Next brackets plus ATBP, which stands for attention to body part. So the more I thought about my leg, the more I noticed the pain. The less I thought about my leg, the less pain I experienced. Okay, makes sense. Yep, easy one. Plus, brackets, PVOP, which stands for previous volume of pain. Now, I don't really have a reference point for this with regard to the wasp sting scenario. And this, so, so I've been stung before, but not a huge amount. Um, but certainly... From the literature, I'm going to get a little bit heavy here, but certainly also my own personal experience of lower back pain, we know that 
the more pain you have experienced previously, particularly in that body part, but also globally, the more pain you tend to experience. So in essence, if you can get to about 55 without ever having any pain, the chances that you ever will in your life are very low, which is interesting of itself. But we also know at the other end of the spectrum, people who have a lot of early pain in their lives tend to continue to have many and certainly many more episodes of pain and indeed potentially chronic ongoing pain. So the more migraines you have, the more lower back pain you have, the more neck and shoulder pain you have, unfortunately, the more of those pains you're likely to have. So PVOP stands for previous volume of pain. And then use the V, meaning for volume, very purposefully. So I'm meaning volume both in terms of the amount, but also the severity. So if you think about a volume control, the higher that volume went, um, the more likely you are to have severe pain in future and also the greater the quantity of pain you've had in the past the more pain you're likely to have in the future so there we have it p the severity and level of pain that you're likely to experience equals nociception so the input out there in your body minus movement without pain plus negative outlook minus positive outlook plus attention to the body part, plus previous volume of pain. Now, inevitably, I know that I will revisit this equation many times in this podcast in answering whatever questions you have to send in to me because it explains a huge amount of the degree of variation of lower back pain and sciatica. So nociception, for instance, there is very little or very poor correlation between the amount of damage you have in your body and the amount of pain that you experience. So even though the nociceptors may be firing, that doesn't mean that you will experience pain. So it isn't a prerequisite for pain. It's a variable. All of these are variables. Maybe I'm not stressing that enough. These are all variables. Nociception is a variable in this equation and it will have a varying impact on your level of pain. Movement without pain is a really good thing. Movement with pain is not such a good thing. Yeah? So it's important that you move without causing your pain to fire. The movement without pain has an inhibitory effect on your pain. Negative outlook, the more negative you are, and we use the, these terms rumination, uh, which actually is more to do with attention. So if you ruminate, you're thinking more and more about your problem, you tend to get more pain. But also if you're just anxious, um, and unfortunately, if you have an anxious nature, so people who, are, who have anxiety and or depression tend to experience higher levels of pain than people who don't. At the other end of the spectrum, people who are really positive and go, oh, look, oh, oopsie, I broke my leg. Oh, never mind. Uh, get up, run off. They just don't experience as much pain. So 
having a positive outlook is really beneficial in terms of reducing your pain levels. And then this attention to back, uh, body, body part, as I said, the more you think about that body part, the more pain you tend to experience. And that's uh, closely related with this rumination idea that if you think and, you know, go on and on thinking about that problem, then it tends to be blown up and um, magnified in your mind. And then finally, that previous volume of pain again, and this is to do with, and we've talked about this in a previous one of our pillar episodes, about how pain works and sensitizing your nervous system. So that's the explanation behind um, that PVOP being one of the variables in your pain experience. So, you know me, I don't like to bang on, although actually I do, as uh, criticism that's been made of me in the past, in a social setting, I won't say who, but you know, someone I live with, um, but you know, sometimes I like the sound of my own voice. So, stop! Um, this concludes uh, our pillar episodes, so episodes one to six. I hope you've listened to them all in order. And if you have any questions related to lower back pain and or sciatica, please send them in. You can reach us at ActiveXBacks on Facebook or Twitter. And I'll answer them in future episodes. We've already had a flow of questions coming in. So, you know, the future episodes are panning out. So if you've got a burning question related to your problem, you'd like me to answer Send it in now. Don't dilly-dally. Uh, otherwise, you'll be at the back of the queue. And the queue's getting longer by the minute. It's like ice cream on a hot day. Oh, should I go in queue now? Oh, I wish I'd gone to queue earlier. Oh, the, hu- the queue's huge. Anyway, witter, witter. So um, send your questions in. And I look forward to speaking to you on the next episode. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to the ActiveX Backs show. If you found this helpful, please pass along our web address to your friends and colleagues, active-x.co.uk. And please leave us a positive review on iTunes. If you have any questions related to lower back pain or sciatica, send them in and Gavin will aim to answer them in future episodes. You can find us on Twitter and Facebook at ActiveX Backs. <laughs>